Take care of your body, government man. Okay, Bradley Wimbush. Finally out of prison. But before we finally talk about out. that, right, let's talk about your childhood. Okay. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Boston, in Dorchester, but we kind of jumped around between Dorchester and Roxbury, Mattapati, you know, you know how it is out there. How, how was living out, out there? As a kid, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to remember, but probably say if you're in like a one-parent household it's hard it's hard especially if your your father isn't there and uh, <clears throat> I just remember always looking out for my sister try at least trying she's five years younger than me especially when my mom's was dealing with her addiction which I'm sure we'll probably get into just trying to look out for her you know what I'm saying Living out there was, it was fun because that's where I was from. You know what I'm saying? You always find your ups and downs no matter where you live, but my childhood was all right. I did the regular child things, went to school, played, had friends, stuff like that, so. You grew up with both parents? N no, no. Um, my mom's raised us. Yeah, my pops dipped on us. He ended up with like another family or something. I seen him a couple times. He lived in Brockton, Mass. <clears throat> Came to a few times, but not enough. Um, not much recollection from him, you know. My mom's though. You know, you know, no stories from your father. No. No, really. No, I really don't. And any ones that I did have, I probably let just go away from my memory because I don't even really like thinking about him like that. What do you mean by taking care of your sister, by looking out? Like... Well, I mean, there was days where <clears throat> moms would be drunk, passed out, and we got to fend for ourselves. You know, I'm 13, she's 8, you know what I'm saying, just all throughout those years. Hell yeah, I had to look out for you. Do you have any like examples of you defending her? I have I have examples of me defending her when we were a little bit older. So <clears throat> we was living in Dorchester and she must have been like maybe fourteen. Thirteen or fourteen. And for some reason she liked to go to projects. You know, there's a lot of projects in Boston. And I distinctively remember me and my boys probably going up in a few of them, dragging her up out of there. Interville, Castlegate, some of... I don't know how it is now, but I know back then in the 90s, street gangs were crazy. And that's where she would go. We'd have to go get her. And we, we talk and laugh about it to this day. But back then, serious. I heard a story, I don't know if it's true or not, but he was wearing the wrong color or something like that and he got shot at. In Boston? <sighs> that, that, that. <clears throat> that I don't recall. I, my mother told me about the time when I, I tried to wear a bandana. Yeah. And she told me not to. And, that, and she told me that. Told me that. About that. That might have happened. I just don't remember it. That's one thing. If I don't remember it, I won't say I will. Mm -hmm. Even if it kind of makes me look. Really? Bad badass for getting shot at, but <laughs> which it really doesn't make you badass. Really? <clears throat>
So you said that your mother was uh, addiction. Yeah, she fought her demons, man. I think a lot of times when we talk about addiction, we automatically point to what drugs. Yeah. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, for her, it was alcohol. She liked to get her drink on, and we're talking gallons of Bacardi. She had a high tolerance because mm -hmm. she drank so much. And yeah, we got taken away because of that. Mm -hmm. I ended up going to a family friend in High Park, which was just right down the street from where we grew up in Mattapan. And my sister was my grandmother. Yeah, it was, it was a tough time. My mom's, I know she went to a couple rehabs, <clears throat> but for the most part, she was able to recover because really, number one, cold turkey, she just stopped. And number two, because of her faith. So once she was able to sober up, she got us back and we moved to Dorchester, mm -hmm. which was my, actually my last known address before I came to New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And she was much better. I know even at that place she was drinking a little bit, but it wasn't like she was like passed out and I don't know where my kids are or passed out and having all types of people coming in and out the house. Mm -hmm. So they got better then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when did um uh then like the like like the crimes start happening? Not like crimes but like It started when I it started I was still in Boston. It started when I was sixteen, seventeen, still in like minor. Was you in school? Was you at school? I was in school. Yeah, I first started going to school in the suburbs in Sharon, Massachusetts. And I got kicked out of there when I was in high school and I ended up going to Brighton, Massachusetts, which is in Boston, Boston Public Schools. And I, the only reason why I ever even wanted to go to school was to play football. <clears throat> and I remember it was I was going into my junior year, and the guy's counselor came up to me. This was in this is before the season started. This was in like July. He told me that I wouldn't be able to play because I was ineligible because of my grades from the previous semester. And I never stepped foot in that school ever again. If I can't play, I'm not going. That's all I cared about. Then we ended up having you, then I started smoking weed. So my, whatever little athletic career I may have thought I had, that, sh that shit was wrapped pretty you go from school, like after school? That's when, that's when my criminal behavior, mm -hmm. way of thinking, started. Mm -hmm. I mean, we was doing little stuff, you know? Steal a bike. Well, steal a car. I guess that's not little, but that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I remember my boy saying, "Why are we robbing people? Let's rob somebody's house." Mm -hmm. So I can't. I, I can't. Are you on anything at this time? No. Nothing? No, my, my whole life, I've only ever drank and smoked weed. 
I've never done. I, you know, for the things I did, I, I kind of wish I could say that I had, I was an addict. Mm. I was a junkie, because then maybe there'd be a reason why. Mm. I can't use that as an excuse because it's not true. <clears throat> we was doing little stuff. And I remember the first house we robbed. I don't even think we got nothing. Really can't remember, but that's how it started. And I just felt like I could get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Plus your mother brought you up here. So between like 18 and 19, I kind of just drifted back and forth. Whoever would take me in would take me in. Hated going back home because all my mother did was just nag and complain about everything. <clears throat> um, I was drinking heavily. I mean heavily. You know, today I wake up and the first thing I grab is my toothbrush and my glasses. Mm -hmm. Back then, the first thing I'm looking for is a can. I don't care if you use it for an ashtray tonight, but it didn't matter. Can you explain like, how much? How much did you drink a day? Well, the thing about me is a. As <clears throat> as much as I did, I I could never I hated um like alcohol. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was a beer drinker. Mm. So throughout the course of the day, whatever I was doing, I don't know, I probably go through at least a twelve pack. Easy a day. Mm. You know? Mm. And uh I I believe that's what's what made me go go crazy. By drinking? Yeah. I think the drinking made me go crazy, man. I really do believe that. Obviously, no one stuck a gun to my head to make me do the things I did, so it was me. You know what I'm saying? But it was wild. So you went from robbing houses to what did you do after that? Well, I started when I was still in the bean. Mm -hmm. Then I came to New Hampshire. <clears throat> And the story is, is when I first came up here, I, I came to see you and Cookie first time. Second time, I came up here to see you. Cookie, I was living in Elmwood. Well, three or four times it was like that, right? Then I stopped coming up here. I'm starting to meet a couple people here and there. Come up again, come see you, leave, meet another couple. You know what I'm saying? Next thing I know, Coming up here, two, three weeks at a time, seeing all of those other people, but never seeing you. Yeah. It was a complete reverse. And I had the opportunity to see you every day. Cookie never took that away from me. Never made me pay child support, which is amazing. I don't even know how that happened. And I just fell into this it was like no one cares about me, so why why should I care about myself? I don't even care. Who care about nothing. I was depressed, lonely, I had fear. And the drinking became more heavy. <clears throat> so I'm like maybe 20, 19 or 20. 
going everywhere I go to get a handout, sleep somewhere. Did you already meet Horseman? I didn't meet him until <clears throat> when we were locked up together. And then I got out. Well, let's talk about that. Right? Locked up, like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, we can keep going. Um, I don't know, I don't exactly remember when I met him. It had to have been somewhere in that time period because mm -hmm. I wasn't in New Hampshire very long before I got locked up. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm 1920, running around, trying to do whatever. Um, started drinking more. And then that's when I met Marisha. This woman I was with, and we ended up getting a place on Cedar Street. And I remember Cook, you, you can ask her until she brought you to see me one time. You stayed over with us. You're a baby. Then I met this kid. His name was, <clears throat> this white kid, his name was Nathan. Right? And we would like do robberies and shit, burglaries. And I made him do it. I made him do it. So, <clears throat> I'm living on the west side with this chick, Marisha. Horse was staying with us for a while. But all of this happened after he left. We were sitting outside this house. Because that's what we would do. We would sit outside the house, make sure the people aren't there. And we go in the house. I go upstairs. He stays downstairs. I'm looking around. Go in a room, and there's a woman lying in the bed. So I go over to the bed, and I pull the covers back. Ladies are naked. Who do you think I should have did as soon as I seen that? I should have turned around and, and ran the hell up out of there. Uh -huh. What'd you do? I treated, it was almost as if I was treated like a situation like I knew that woman, like she was, like, I was with her. Mm -hmm. And, like, as I motioned towards her, she just laid there. Was she awake? She was awake. No fighting, no resistance. Now, later on in life, I, I found out why. 
And at that particular moment, I looked at her like, it, it was so bad. It was so bad. There's no justifying it, but I looked at her like she represented everything and everybody in this world that contributed to me and my family being dysfunctional. She represented all those people, and I, I felt like I wanted to paint on somebody as I have felt over the years, even if they didn't have anything to do with it. So, I got on the bed and proceeded to have sex with her. Against her will. Just because she wasn't yelling and screaming, no, 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 stop, sorry, it was against her will. But for a long time, I didn't think that way. And then I got locked up and found out that she said, and this is the even crazier part for me, she said that she didn't resist because I, she was scared something would happen to her kid that was in the room. I didn't even know there was a kid in the room. <clears throat> and to me, it's like if a woman gives it up out of fear, that is, you, that's, you know what that is. You know what I'm saying? So I got up and left and for like a whole week, I was so sick. Like when I say sick, I was throwing up. I wasn't even, like I knew what I did was wrong mentally, but physically what I went through, which honestly pales in comparison to what I did. What I went through was, please. <clears throat> so, They call me to the police station. They come to my apartment on the west side. There's been some criminal activity. We'd like to question you. I said, all right. They tell me, follow us to the police station. So I'm like, follow you? That might mean that I'm good. So I get there. They got me in one room. They got the dude that I was living with that I did all the crimes with, that kid Nate in another room. Mm -hmm. They're telling him that I'm telling on him. Mm -hmm. They're telling me that he's telling on me. And they're just trying to play the game, you know? So they let me go. And the very next morning, me, him, and her bounce. Pack up what we can and leave. We're driving. We get to New York, Long Island, New York. We go out there. We run out of money. Um. Yeah, so we go on the run. We're in New York, and I finally get caught. They bring me back. Give me 20 years. How did you feel when they gave it to you? Do you know? Nothing could be positive. Finally get locked up, come back. Well, I remember I was in New York once and, um, <coughs> I was in upstate New York. Um, and it was a maximum security prison. And this may sound like an exaggeration, but it really isn't. Probably out of every, maybe three or four dudes you'll see, one will have a cut on his face. Really? Above 50. That's what they do out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like, man, they may get into like a fist fight, but they're like cutting each other in the face. So I remember I was standing somewhere and 
some dude ran by, grabbed a dude and cut him in the face. And I'm just like, dude just walked off. Just like that. Dude holding his face yelling. That's crazy. And that's out there in New York. You know, Hampshire's different. Yeah, it's. How long you did the time in New York? I did about a year. New York, you know, like a year or something like that. Yeah. How was Berlin? Berlin was. If you like doing like county type time, locked in all day, it looks like a county jail, yeah. If you don't have like family that comes to visit you, mm. yeah, because Berlin's mad far away. But I spent my first 11 years there. Yeah, first 11 years. That's crazy. So, yeah. so you have any, uh, any other stories? I wrote a book. Yeah? I wrote a book. What was it called? Innocence Lost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I learned that a little. A lot, you know, being locked up. Yeah, you meet people. Yeah, you meet people. Crazy, you know. Some good dudes too. You know, just took a wrong turn, but. Do you know any like stories of people like what they done, to be in prison? Well, yeah, everybody's story is different. You know, some people take responsibility for what they did. Other people don't. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's probably a lot of people that have life. There is, there is. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell you why you got like what happened. Well, I know a lot. You gotta understand a lot of them people that have life are like high profile mm -hmm. people. So they they like shit was probably in the news and newspaper stuff like that. Because right, yeah, sure. you know any type of murder in New Hampshire, they're gonna blow news. that out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Pretty, it's like public information. People have charges or sentences like that, life without parole. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's like that could have been me. Yeah. Go, go, go to rob somebody and they fight and you just push them and they fall and hit their head or something. Dead. You're going away. Yeah. You know, so. Have you ever talked or seen that dude ever? What's that? Nate? Nathan? No. No. Nope. Is he out, do you know? Probably. Yeah. I've never seen the chick I was with, too. I haven't seen her. Yeah. But she she probably scared anyways, because she knows, I know she ratted us out. So. I thought it was a Nate dude. No, it was the chick I was with. Mm. Oh, like, oh, the chick that you was dating? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, wow, that's crazy. Well, I was nice to meet you, man. She calls me day and night. If you like this episode, you will love the video version on YouTube. Subscribe, baby.